You are listening to the Daily Chase Podcast. This podcast was made for people who realize we are living in a changing world and not only want to survive in the new economy, but thrive in it. On this show, we discuss current finance, tech, and business events, while I share valuable stories and insights from myself and others on how to start building your digital assets now and get ahead before you get left behind. My name's Liam Chase, and welcome to the Daily Chase Podcast. So you're probably wondering what I mean by the new economy. And you're probably wondering what is the new economy that I talk about in the intro and what do I mean by digital assets? Maybe that's what you've been wondering. Maybe you're not quite sure. So today we're going to be talking about what we mean, what I mean when we say the new economy. Because if you haven't been aware, there's something that's been brewing Obviously, since the last recession, uh, this has to do with macro finance, macro economics. Uh, We're now 10 years into the longest bull run of history. We're at the highest prices in the history of the stock market ever. And there's just a lot of uncertainty in what's going on, not to mention in the last 10 years since the last recession, we've seen a lot of technological advancements like the release of Bitcoin, the start of the crypto world, uh, just smartphones, social media, these things have all come a very, very long way. And also not to mention we have the AI and, you know, all sorts of technologies that have risen since the last recession. And so what I believe is that once we go through this next depression, recession, uh, that when we emerge from it, it's going to obviously at first, it's it's going to be pretty devastating uh, to a lot of people like it was the last time. And this time it may be just as bad or even worse based on some of the reports that I've been reading for over the last year. But I think once we make it through the smoke and once the smoke clears, I think it's going to be better all for everybody else. But I mean, we could see some radical changes in the macro finance and the just the world reserve currency and so there's just going to be a lot of changes that could shake up the world for better and so you just have to be ready for that and that's what i mean by the new economy right so what i'm talking about is the world after the next recession and then on from there and the evolution of what that looks like but today i do have some reports that i want to share with you about what that could possibly look like Um, According here from the Market Watch or basically the Wall Street Journal, the headline reads on this, Kylie Jenner can make more in one Instagram post than many people earn in a lifetime. It says, Kylie Jenner tops the Instagram rich list for the second year in a row, beating Kim Kardashian, Beyonce, and Ariana Grande. And what's interesting about that is, I will tell you in just a moment, but it it goes on to say here, listen to this says, the 21-year-old reality star and Kylie Cosmetics founder, which is very important to this, has taken the top spot on Instagram Richelitz for the second year running. It says, Kylie Jenner beat out the likes of Beyonce and Taylor Swift, not to mention big sister Kim Kardashian, who's number four in the rich rankings, to dominate the list, listen to this, by earning $1.27 million per sponsored post. That's about 27% more than the number or I'm sorry, the 1 million per social media pick that uh, she earned last year. And what's more, and that's more money than more people earn with at least a bachelor's degree in a lifetime. 
Based on a census, data finds that someone with an associate's degree earns $1.1 million on average, while high school graduates earn $910,000 in a lifetime, which is absolutely unbelievable. It goes to show you, you know, this, the, the, <laughs> what college really is. And, you know, it's, it's like I've said in previous posts, it's not for everyone. And I think it's going to become re- less relevant after we go through this next recession. It says this, going back to the report, it says this has been a big year for Jenner. Forbes magazine named her the youngest self-made billionaire in March when it put her on the cover of its world billionaire issue. Now, I know that's a big controversial for controversy for a lot of people. You know, they say she came from a wealthy family already. She had a head start, which I can agree. But the fact that she was able to create a $900 million cosmetic line that's being sold online and in Ulta, is no small feat but there's a lesson to be learned here let me just finish the report it says her instagram audience has grown from 128 million to 141 million followers since the spring and here's a good last point ceo mike banda said kylie jenner has an incredible year it's no surprise blah 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 but this is the good part it says it's incredible how much influence these professionals have over their followers so from a brand's point of view these paid sponsored ads are often worth every penny so let's go back to talk about you know some of the strategy that kylie jenner actually has used to become the world's the youngest self-made billionaire whether you agree with it or not because what i see happening in the new economy is that businesses will be followed by personal brands, right? Right now, we're in a place where people are building businesses and then maybe starting their their personal brands later. But I feel, and this is actually what Kylie Jenner did, she basically built a massive online audience, obviously thanks to her family and all the other uh, attention that she's garnered. But she was obviously able to capture it, keep it, and she eventually started a company which you know did 900 million in like the first year and so that's a really big key to take away right so and the point is is that you need to start growing your audience asap even if you don't know what type of business that you want to start or you have an idea of what you want to start you want to start attracting an audience attracting attention because that, like I said, is the most valuable asset, especially after this next recession. So that's one thing to be taken away from this report. The other thing to be taken away from this report, um, it said that from a band's point of view, these paid ads are often worth every penny. Another thesis that I have or opinion is that once we go through the next global recession, and with everything that's going on as far as these big tech companies and, you know, the advertising and the ads and I, you know, every, all the drama that's going on with their data protection and all these um, leaks and, and just all the, I don't know, even know what the word is to call it. But uh, if you've been watching the news, you know, Google and Facebook, they're all being uh, investigated and they're all having data breaches and this and that and the other thing. And so what I feel like is that, during after this next recession that influencers and content creators like me like Kylie Jenner uh, like you because you're going to get started you're going to get on the daily chase I know it are going to have much more leverage than they do 
have now, right? And I'm not saying that the third parties like these Facebook, Googles, and whatnot will lose all their leverage, but I think that brands will have, uh, or I'm sorry, people will have influencers, content creators will have more leverage, and also I think I feel businesses will hopefully start to catch up onto the trend that having a native advertisement rather than a non-native advertisement. And what that means is, you know, instead of scrolling through Facebook or watching a YouTube video and then just having an advertisement pop up, right? What if you could watch that video? And this already happens, right? It already happens. It's like affiliates and sponsors, like people are sponsored by things, but what if it just became a more native thing? And, and these brands, instead of pouring money into these ad platforms, uh, they 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 pour money into influencers, right, or content creators. I mean, if I ran like a product business, what I would do is I would go pay content creators that talk about my something relating to my niche, and I would basically pay them to you know talk about my company. But I would just do that on a big scale. Like I just do only influencer marketing because the people, like really what you're seeing is like it's the people who matter. Like people want to follow people. They don't care about the company, right? Like I follow Grant Cardone. I, got, I, don't, I don't know anything about his companies. All I know is like Grant Cardone, he offers these products and services. I don't care about the name of his company, right? And so you're just going to see this is just going to – speed up and, and hopefully companies will catch on. So if you're a business owner listening to this, definitely look more into influencer marketing. That's probably going to be one of the most profitable ways to spend advertising dollars, right? Because an influencer, if you find the right one, already has the exact audience that you're looking for. They have a good trusted relationship. Whereas if you try to advertise to them just on the social media platform, you have to build that relationship with them, right? Because they've never heard of you and they've never seen you. So that's just some keys to take away from that first article. Now, I want to talk about the second report here. And this is from IGN, which is a gaming uh, network. I forget the whole name, in-game name. But it's a gaming thing. And the, the title on this is First Fortnite World Cup Champion Booga, a 16-year-old American, listen to this, takes home $3 million. Says, World Cup Finals, the grand champion of Fortnite World Cup Finals had been crowned. Kyle Booga, blah, blah, blah. 16-year-old American boy took home a trophy and $3 million. Booga is a professional Fortnite streamer and player for the Sentinels Esports Organization. Says, the new fame, and by the way, I want to tell you guys a story. So I actually watched um, a, a couple hours of this just to, because obviously esports is another rising, it's another rising um, industry, right? I, I feel like esports is it's already competing uh, with sports on the international level, right? It's just it's not, it, it's really starting to get bigger, a lot bigger in America. But I feel like esports is definitely the future. Uh, and that's where kids will want to go. And the great thing about it is, is well, <laughs> the thing about it is, is that it, it brings with a lot of attention, right? So the point of me sharing that article, and we'll just we're not going to go super in depth about this, but just keep your eye on esports, and even if you play, like learn how to become a streamer, right? Because it's all about that attention. Now I want to tell you guys a story here. When when I was watching Booga which is the guy who won, the 16-year-old who won. When I first, as soon as he won, or right before he won, I actually went to his Instagram, and he only had 7,000 followers. (laughs) 
And I, I'm checking his Instagram right now. Within like two weeks, it's been maybe like two or three weeks now. But I remember the next day I checked, he went up to like 170,000 followers within 24 hours of winning the championship. And then the next day he was at like 350. And I just checked it now. And he's at a million followers just because of winning the championship. And the reason that is because obviously Fortnite is one of the most popular games around right now. It's garnering a lot of attention. And so that the the point of that is just to, to show you what the new economy looks like. It's not going to be traditional anymore. You know, we have freaking people making a million dollars on Instagram. We have people making $3 million winning video games. So... And especially once this AI takes over, we're going to see elimination of the lower wage jobs that don't require that only require basically manual labor. And we're going to move more into a creative IQ, EQ, you know, world where, you know, you're going to have to (laughs) bring attention some way or another. And that's a great thing about it is, you know, Booga, he doesn't necessarily sell anything, but he is he's, he's good at acquiring attention, and that's a great thing. You don't even have to sell anything. If you just learn how to acquire attention, right, people will pay you for that attention, just like they do with Kylie Jenner. Now, what Kylie Jenner did was smart, and instead of, you know, making half or a quarter of what she could make just being paid from brands, she started her own brand and started her own business and started making even more money which is what we're going to start to see a lot in the future as well as time goes on. And so for this last report, um, well, maybe I'll keep it, save it, but cryptocurrency is definitely going to play a big role in what the world looks like after the 2008 reset or after the next recession. Like we saw, like I mentioned earlier, after the 2008 recession, we saw the birth of Bitcoin. We saw the birth of the cryptocurrency world. And there's one in particular that as a brand and content creator, I'm really, really a big fan of. You may have heard of me talking about it before. But I got a report here that goes a little more in depth from a, a cryptocurrency news site. Now, this one is called the Basic Attention Token. And if you don't have a clue as to why I'm a big fan of this one, uh, well, sorry, but you're out of luck. So it says, what is the Basic Attention Token? The all-encompassing guide. It says the basic attention token is an Ethereum-based digital advertising token. And this all, again, ties into what I was talking about with the Google and the Facebooks and all the drama that's going on with these companies. It says the mission of that is to fix the broken state of current digital advertising space in which users are unknowingly tracked, publishers are having trouble monetizing content, and advertisers are constant victims to fraud. Said digital advertising revenue has quickly become monopolized by two big kids on the block, Facebook and Google. These two companies alone receive 73% of all online dollars, and the team behind the basic attention token wants to change that. It's that BAT cuts out the middlemen from the advertising process, and users are paid for their attention by watching ads, and publishers receive the majority of the ad revenue directly. Additionally, advertisers gain a better ROI and more accurate data to analyze using BAT. In Basic Attention Guide, it's just saying, talking about this guide, how does it work? What is the Brave Browser Basic Attention Token? Um, I think we're only going to cover a couple of these because the rest of it's kind of 
not really relevant. But it says, how does the basic attention token work? Currently, the only web browser, browser able to use the basic attention token is the Brave browser. And by the way, guys, I use the Brave browser because I am a big fan of what they're doing here. Hopefully, companies like Facebook and Google will actually adopt something similar to this where they're actually paying the, the users for their attention. I love the idea of this. And, you know, like it said here in the report, it says uh, publishers receive the majority of the ad revenue directly. So this is another reason why I feel like creators and influencers are going to be, be, be start to have more leverage, especially if something like Brave catches fire. So I have a link um, in the show notes. If you want to download Brave, I will get like paid in cryptocurrency, the BAT token. Um, so that would definitely be helpful uh, and definitely check it out. You'll learn more about it here. So let's just get back into it. It says, uh, Brave Browser, a browser com created by the BAT development team. Their original roadmap for 2018 stated that the BAT system would be integrated into other browsers and apps by the end of the year. However, it seems as if they've pushed back that pro in priority. Wow, that would be really awesome if they uh, made it integrated with other browsers and apps. It says, using smart contracts, advertisers send ads with a token payment in a low locked state to users. When a user views the ad, they receive a portion of that token payment. The Brave browser also receives some of the token payment, and the remainder of the payment goes to the host or to the publisher hosting the advertisement. It says, as a user, you can spend your bad on several things in the browser, including premium articles and products, donation to content creators and providers, or high-resolution photos and data services. The bad ecosystem may even expand to use micropayments for for comments and up and down voting in forums. A system like this is advantageous for everyone in the digital advertising space. Users are able to surf the web privately again while monetizing their attention. Publishers can get back a good chunk of revenue previously lost to bots and middlemen, and advertisers receive better data on the campaigns, enabling them to target their message more effectively. So it goes into what is the Brave browser now. It says the Brave browser is an open source web browser created by the Bat team with a focus on privacy and speed. The browser blocks ads or blocks intrusive ads and trackers automatically. Even the leading ad blockers on traditional browsers browsers let some advertisements and trackers monitor your behavior. Brave blocks them all. It also upgrades every site that it can use to the HTTPS protocol, adding an extra layer of security when you browse. The Brave browser uses a background ledger system to anonymously track which sites and content you're spending most of your time on so it can pay publishers accordingly. Although the browser constantly measures your attention, this information is completely anonymous and your private information never leaves your device. The, the Brave browser also tracks the attention you've devoted to an advertisement. Your attention value for each ad is calculated based on the incremental time the ad is in view and the number of ad pixels that are visible in proportion to relevant content. Using machine learning on your attention value for different ads enables the Brave browser to serve up advertisements that are most relevant to what you'd want to see, a win for both users and advertisers. The team argues that their machine learning strategy creates content that's more relevant than that of any third-party tracking system can produce. It says over 150 publishers have already partnered with BAT to join Brave Payments, the micropayment system in which Brave browsers, some of the most notable publishers include WikiHow, Archive, Smashing Magazine, except additional partnership announce, expect additional partnership announcement as the platform grows. 
Let's see. It says basic attention token and team progress, competitors. Let's see, basic attention supply. At the time of writing this, there's 1 billion bats in circulation. Once the user's growth pool is empty. Um, that's kind of all I really want to cover from this report. But that just gives you an idea of what you can expect into the system. So some of the, from, from the new economy, right? So some of the things that they touched on here is the fact that they, they Brave tries to put more money into the pockets of the publishers, into the pockets of the advertisers, and basically cut the middleman out. Um, <clears throat> so that's really fun and exciting. And like I said, I have been using Brave now for probably a couple months. Uh, I actually found out about it through Coinbase. Um, and there's a cool little thing on Coinbase where you can get $10, $10 worth of BAT tokens or BAT basic attention tokens for like basically going through the little course. It's like a three-video course, and you get paid $10 worth of tokens. So I'll put a link in that uh, if you don't have a Coinbase account. I mean, if you're interested in like buying and, and selling crypto, um, I guess you can go through my uh, Coinbase account. But it's really cool just to start learning about that stuff. Uh, I, I mean, I don't really buy and sell cryptocurrency. Like I said, um, right now it's not really in a state where I believe it as a currency, like Bitcoin, people hold it, and what. That, but that's neither here nor there. Get the Coinbase, make an account, do the learn more about BAT, get your $10 free worth of BAT, and then also start learning about the Brave browser, download that. Um, you know, these are all just ways that you can support me. And they're free. I mean, obviously, you don't have to pay any money to do any of that stuff. So you can just go and download it. And they basically pay me in cryptocurrency. So just start getting yourself acclimated to the new system. And like it even mentioned in there, you know, people are going to, you know, another thing that I like about Brave is you can tip content creators directly. So, uh, you know, let's say you sign up under me if, uh, soon when I get my YouTube channel going or whatnot, you can start tipping me. Um, you're a bat, right? And that doesn't cost you anything. It's just what you view on ads. You can just tip me directly. And so and, and I want you to think of it as yourself, right? Imagine you creating content on something that you're passionate about. And imagine getting yourself just, what? let's say, 10,000, right? Let's say you start a video, a, con a, ch a channel, a YouTube channel, you get under bat and, you know, some way, somehow... Like let's say a buddy of mine, uh, he does. He's like starting a freak style life. Like his, his brand name's Freak Style. Let's say that he were to start that and he grows it, and let's say you're able to grow maybe fifty thousand followers, subscribers on a YouTube channel, right, or a podcast, or some some fifty thousand altogether. And let's say you're only you're able to get twenty percent of them to download Brave and basically donate at least a dollar per month worth of bat, which is probably going to be way more. But think about it. If they donate just $1 in bat tokens per month, that's $10,000 on autopilot just for making the content. You're not selling anything. People are just donating directly to you. It's kind of like Patreon, uh, which I guess is another way. But I think BAT is, is a lot cooler and it really gets you into the right mindset and as far as what to prepare for 
in the future economy. So the links will be in the show notes or on my Instagram somewhere. You'll be able to find them. So that, is, guys, is, is what the new economy, and this is just a piece. Obviously, we're going to have these conversations over and over again, but that's just a piece of what the new economy is going to look like. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the video, or of the video, of the podcast, rather. And I look forward to talking to you on Thursday. We're going to be doing an episode every Tuesday and every Thursday for now. So the goal is going to be two a week. And we're going to be talking about all things business, finance, and tech. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a little bit different than the last couple of ones that we did. And uh, also look forward to having some guests uh, over the next couple of weeks as well. So get ready for some guests talking about cybersecurity, Forex, real estate, all types of different stuff. But uh, guys, that's it for me today. Have a great day. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Daily Chase Podcast. If you're not already subscribed, go ahead and do that now. If you feel the episode resonated with you, be sure to rate and review the podcast. If you feel like someone else might like it, be sure to share the podcast. I want to thank you in advance for all your support. And until next time, remember that you don't join the Daily Chase, you get on the Daily Chase. See ya.